brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Mom's Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Is today Wednesday? No. 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 <laughs> BJ, but we post on you Wednesday. You blasted us. I'm so Damn. sorry. Damn. Put us on all. No, I'm so <laughs> like, sorry. Am I tripping? Yeah, Is today I'm Wednesday? Like, yeah, You're making minute. sure. You didn't I go through the whole, the whole Tuesday <laughs> thinking it was Wednesday. I'm like, oh shit. You know, like, Tuesdays are basically <laughs> over. It's Wednesday. My bad. So it's actually, Tuesday. it's actually Tuesday. You will hear this on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, people. I apologize. <laughs> no, usually it's me blasting Sorry. it. Um, so well, um, now you know we have a special guest today. Um, we have BJ here. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, you were connected to us through a mutual friend. Shout out to Brandon Espy. Appreciate you, brother man. And Nisha Espy, who is one of my best friends. They're also our uh, tentative video editors, uh, photographer, <laughs> event planning crew, um, and consultants. <laughs> so, and the cutest couple of all time. True. And the cutest baby makers of all time. True. Um, is your phone on silent? I am. I'm very popular. I can get that under control. <laughs> Um, but BJ, thank you for joining us. Thank you again for having me. Your last name is Williams, right? Williams, yeah. Yeah, BJ yeah, Williams. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing, who you are? Who am I? Uh, damn. A man with a deep voice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, remind me to speak up because I, my voice is deep and I'm normally just like low when I talk. Well, it's okay. Well, this mic's pretty good and you're pretty, sitting pretty right. close. So if you guys can't hear me, uh, just... Turn your volumes up. Real Barry White. Barry. <laughs> it's BJ. You can't hear me. <laughs> turn, your, turn your speakers up, ladies. Can you, can you say that sexy one time? I know. <laughs> Just to get everybody's attention. Yeah, all the ladies listening right now are like, who's BJ? <laughs> BJ Williams. Um, ladies, turn your volumes up. <laughs> I don't even know if that was sexy. <laughs> We're going to use it for all the drops yeah, in right, the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who am I? Damn. Um. Well, I'll, I'm here, I think I'm here, because I started a uh, document series called Can I Be Vulnerable? It's a, um, 
It's a video series where black men open up to the world um, with their vulnerabilities, their wants, fears, their all that kind of stuff. That's basically it. Um, other than that, though, shit, I, uh, I'm in entertainment. You know, I model, I act. I've been doing that for almost a decade now. As well, I've been a teacher for like 11 years as well, so I do both. I'm a former athlete. I do a little thing here and there. Papa, your dad? I'm a father, yeah. I got a, I call him my baby even though he's 16. I still call him my baby, so there's that. Yeah. Does he is he still fucking with you, or are you like annoying, or does that only happen to moms? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. No, my son is very much like I am. Has my demeanor is very laid back, chill. Um, so I don't have those kind of problems. And with kids getting older, my my concern is now is him out in the world. Mm-hmm. It's the things that I can't control that worry me. I'm not worried about my son. He's very well behaved, uh, very respectful, loves people. But, like, what the world can do to him is what now scares me. And there's nothing I can do about that. You know what I mean? So that's had, my word. Have you had to have that talk with him? Like, oh, we have that talk all the time. But, like, when did that happen? Was it, like, or like I, I, the talk I'm talking about is, like, yeah, you sex. know, being a black man in America. Oh, that one. Yeah. I thought you were talking about sex. There's all these talks we have to have. Oh, no, no. Sex, so, yeah, we had black this, man in America. So we've had this talk a, uh, a number of times with... Uh, I think the very first time we actually sat down and had a really serious one was Trayvon Martin. Mm. And that was one of the first times I can remember as a father where I was like, fuck, I can't, I can't protect him from everything. Um, and I honestly didn't even know how to have that full conversation with him. I called my dad and it was mm. like, you know, I can cuss on here, right? Oh, yeah. have you heard us? Yeah, I'm just, you know. <laughs> So make sure my manager ain't tripping. No, yeah, sure. um, it was the first time like I, I didn't know what to say to him, and I called my dad, and I, and honestly, I don't remember my father having that conversation with me. But not like a sit down deal. Let me tell you about being a black man. It's like an ongoing. It was yeah. We would just it would be in small talks, just do life right. But this particular incident happened, and my son asked me like you know he just asked me about, it and I was like shit, I don't even know what to fucking say to you right now. So I called my dad and. He kind of just really gave me a pep talk about, you know, just being a black man in America. Not necessarily what to say to my son. Ever since then, we've always, you know, uh, we, we had a conversation about it or whatever. I told him about the laws is why he was able to get off. Um, just stuff like that. And I told him, like, to be honest with you, kid, like, you know, your father's job is to protect you from everything. And I can't. And I said, for me, that's terrifying because you know you my baby like you're supposed to outlive me and if at any point you don't well shit dad might have to go right there with you you know what I mean but I told him that it is also my job as a parent to do the small things vote you know have conversations with other adults make sure that I am setting an example and if something goes wrong that I fight for that you know what I mean that's how I can protect my son not necessarily by hoarding him and keeping him doors, but by going out in the world and making the world better for him. So, he trusts dad to do that, but it's only just me. Right. right. Um, are you with the, mo- the mom? Are you a single parent? Single parent, not. Me and his mother are best friends, though. That's oh, my okay. ace. That's my, that's my girl right there. We were never together. We just... My son was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny... You're the second guy who's come on this show that was like, no, we that we were just, never together. We just was never supposed to. That night wasn't even supposed to happen. 
It was one of those wake up and like, we but, will never speak about this ever again. Really? Wait, yeah. so you guys were just cool, 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 friends, best friends. Yeah, I've been like, known us since middle school. Like drunk and slept together. She got pregnant. Yeah. That was like the only time you guys had ever slept together? A game of pulling the Hennessy and that was it. Oh, shit. Did it have, has it taken time to get to this point or was no, it? No, we've like, always been. That's amazing. We've always been tight. We've had one falling out and, and honestly, I still don't really know the why behind it. I know the incident and where, but it, it, it wasn't that. It was something More. else. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we didn't speak for like two years, but that had, it didn't really impact my son. Like, no, nothing like that, but. Uh, we had one one falling out, and this one day, my son's uh, basketball game, she just came up to me and gave me a hug, and we was just back rocking again like we never left. Mm-hmm. But she's married, got you know a few other kids and shit, so that, that's my girl, though. Right? That's my ace. That's amazing. Like, yeah, that's my girl right there. We're good. What's your sign? I'm a Libra. Mm. Oh, nice. What did you... What, oh, God. <laughs> Her, <laughs> triggered. <laughs> Her baby daddy. <laughs> no, it's October 14th. Mm-hmm. I don't know what none of this shit means. <laughs> I don't know. I find with balance. I mean, with balance with Libras, it's either like it could be black or white. It could be like either really good or really bad. So I mean, I just for you, for me, yeah. It's not no, in general. Not in general. Don't scare our guests. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> with my with my fake ass astrological reading, <laughs> October fourteenth. What that means? <laughs> I know about four other people with that birthday, and they. <laughs> That's funny. Um, wait, so after you had your son, even though you guys had already been friends and, you know, or were close, did you ever try to date or be romantic because you had a son, or you guys never forced that part? No, we never forced it. Oh, that's healthy. We never forced it. You guys seem very healthy. I know, wow. <laughs> very... Yeah, just... That's beautiful. That's two, amazing. It's very rare. Two I'm teenagers like, I... that had... And I was leaving for college. Oh, yeah, you said you were 18. Uh, where 18. did you go to school? Well, I graduated from Washington State. Oh, okay. And then you came back. Yeah, I'm from Las Vegas originally. Hmm, not many people I meet from Las Born Vegas. Born and raised in Vegas, yeah. Very but, strange. You know, L.A. is right next door. My mother was raised out here, mm. so I've, I've been in L.A. L.A. all the time. Like, I would come for summers, you know, as a kid growing right. up and all that stuff. So I'm very familiar with Not one of those transplants. Right. I'm very familiar with the freeways before y'all was. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the same as a transplant. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Um, is your girlfriend, I mean, not your girlfriend, your, your son's mom from Vegas too? Yeah. Interesting. So, you have a son. You're doing this work. How can you talk about how you started to how why you started? I can't be vulnerable. Can I be vulnerable? Can I be vulnerable? <laughs> I can be vulnerable. Uh, can I be vulnerable? Yeah. Can I be vulnerable? Came up um, because I, I go to therapy, and I wanted to find a way to talk about my journey to therapy, and it just came to me one day. I was on vacation and it just. The term "Can I Be Vulnerable" just popped in my head. I was just on the beach, and it just kind of just hit me that way. So I, I got back maybe like a week later. I had uh, another good friend of mine, Brandon Thomas. He does all the editing for the videos, mm-hmm. and I just called him like, "Yo, I, I know what I want to do." And he came through. We filmed it in my backyard. But I, what led you to this? Like, what led you to your therapy journey and wanting to share that with you know to other? To be honest with you, I just I'm I'm. One of those people that I have to do something, I'm going to call it dramatic, but in order for me to, because it was another part of my healing process, right? So I was like, and then another thing was, is like, why am I suffering in silence? I talk to a lot of people. I have students. I hear their stories all the time. I, you know, a lot of people call me up with their problems, but it always seems like we all suffer in silence. So I was thinking like, just let me just put this shit out there okay. and hopefully it helps. What, what were you suffering from? Uh, what? 
putting me in therapy is my brother committed suicide. And obviously that's devastating in itself. Younger or older brother? He's older. Uh, make it more significant is that uh, I was the one at the time I felt like I failed him because I was the one on the phone with him trying to solve this problem at the at, in the very at, moment. we're on the phone as he's tripping how old were you when this happened 29 28 oh, okay and so so not long ago and this was now five years ago okay it was 2014 okay. and so I, I was the one that everybody called and said solve this problem like your brother's tripping what's going on with him you know, the cops called me. They were trying to get me to find his location. Uh, his fiance at the time was calling. You know, the whole family were calling me like, hey, you know, what's going on? And like, get him. And I did. Like, I've at the time, I took the blame. Like, this is my fault that I failed the family and myself. So that's what was my, um, that was what set me over the edge, right? But, uh, you know, there's a bunch of things behind it. You know, my mom died when I was 16. You know, that's another loss. But I, in my video, I say, I've had a funeral to go to every year since, like, 1998. Mm, wow. Um, even prior to that, like, I, my life with death is wild. You know what I mean? Especially because I don't live a violent lifestyle. So, you know, at one point, my ex-girlfriend was like, yo, death's, like, follows you. Because it would be, for a while, I would wake up every day and look at my phone and be like, somebody died. And, and then I would just feel like... And it would just... It wouldn't be, like, gang violence or, no, like... No it would just be, like... Right, it's, like, normal... Just, like, normal, like, not normal, but... Like, yeah, like, life... It's, it's, it's just life happening. Shit. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you gotta be kidding me, so... It's funny. We had another guest on, um, Natasha, and she... Suicide follows her. Mm. She's been witness to many suicides. Like, like three or four. I've had a few friends commit suicide. Like, more really? than three or four. Mm -hmm. Like, five or six. Yeah. I've had a few of them commit suicide. One was accidental. Uh, the others were purposeful. I had, like, four. Is it suicide if it's accidental? Well, I don't if know. If you do it yourself. I think it's, like, man suicide. I'm going to call it suicide. Accidental. Suicide. Accidental suicide. I'm not sure. Um... If there yeah. is a term, I don't know. Um, why do you, did, did you ever think, like, why is it that that death yeah. seems to follow you? Because it's funny, because I've met a few people like this. I like I have one person in particular, my baby daddy, who death seems to follow around, too. But that's more so because he's been associated with, like, gangs his whole life. And, you know, and see, I can lifestyle. understand that. That's, that's a violent lifestyle. lifestyle. Or if you've been to war, that's another... That's a lifestyle. Choice. But he, he sometimes asks himself, like, why? And I'm like... What do you mean, why? <laughs> You're doing the right <laughs> shit, yeah. That's, well, that's like, a little bit different. Yeah, whereas, like, for Natasha, she thinks that she um, committed suicide in a past life. So, I don't know if, like, the, if you've had to search spiritually to try to reason why, or if it's just, this is just how the world works in your world. Or... I haven't gotten that deep, but at this point, it's just how my world has worked. Mm. And it may it may even be because, again, with my uh, my mm. psychic reading abilities, <laughs> <laughs> My expertise in light psychic reading, it may be because this is very well the platform, you know, you were supposed to, uh, supposed to, supposed to yeah, create, yeah. And, and you have a calling, obviously, you know. Might be right, I don't know. Because um, I believe everybody gets only what they can handle, and, mm -hmm. you know, who knows what the purpose is behind those. There's always something bigger, I'd like to believe. Right. Um, and obviously in our community particularly like black men have a hard time being vulnerable, being ex expressive, being emotional. And like a lot of times for us, it's like, you being a little bitch. You know, like that's, I mean, that's harsh, but that's what people say. I've heard, I've heard men say that to their like four-year-olds. I'm like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? 
Um, and you being a, you know, obviously you're, your dad's president in your life, you can pick up the phone and call him and you're president in your son's life. And what do you think as a father and, you know, being fathered, we could do to like change that, that perspective with our boys, like starting young until adulthood that will change that a little bit. Um, give them permission to be vulnerable. So don't tell them to man up. Don't tell them you're acting like a bitch. Also, we can take the initiatives ourselves. And I'm talking like, because kids are already emotional. They have no problems. Being emotional. Right, right. At all emoting whatever they're feeling. They'll tell you if they don't like you, if they're sad. They they have zero problems. It's when the adults come in and say, stop don't that. Do this. Mm-hmm. It's when you now learn what you can and, and can't. cannot do. And the only emotions we allow for young men, boys, is anger and like joy. So if you see them laughing, obviously you're going to let them do that. And then anger, because that's just what you feel like we're supposed to do. So give them permission to do so um, is one. And for people that are established, teens and up, take your own initiative. Take permission. Like Give yourself permission to be open and vulnerable and, and, be, and, and be emotional. And um, at the end of the day, just have safe spaces for you. You know what I mean? Like those are now with CIBV being a uh, full initiative platform, I, whatever you want to call it. Those are some of our goals that we want to. I just want to normalize like men are emotional. Like you're human. We, we go through shit. Right. We cry. I, <laughs> were you know you, I mean? Growing up, were you given permission? Like, what was your what was your relationship? Yeah, my, with my your parents, parents. My 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 mother used to always. My mother suffered from depression as well, and she used to always say, "Be strong," but she never told me what the hell that meant. I don't know what the hell shit means. Mm-hmm. She would be break down crying, and she would just stay, stay, stay strong. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, I'm 11. What are you <laughs> right, talking about? Right. I don't know what this means. Mm-hmm. But they never. If I would cry for something, they would never like stop crying, or, or unless they were whooping me, like I'll give you something. To cry. <laughs> right. They never, you know, stifled what I was doing. But they, specifically for my father, he always told me crying was okay. But he never. I was gonna say, have you ever seen your dad cry? Or I've seen my father cry. The first time I saw my father cry was his, when his mom died. I was three. We went to the funeral. Man, I'm three. I don't really understand. The fact that shit. you remember that. I remember three. that. I remember certain aspects. I, we, my father was raised in Philly, and I remember. Oh, my, my parents too. Really? Yeah. So I remember being like patches of snow. I remember the squirrel coming down from a telephone pole. I remember walking into, I'm going to call it the funeral. I don't even know what that church. I don't know where we were. I remember holding my mom's hand, walking to the casket. She picked me up, gave me to my father, and uh, he kissed me, and then he put me down, and I just saw tears coming. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember about that whole trip. Uh, that was the first time. Uh, when he told me my mom died, that was the second time. Were they married at the time? Nah, nah, they weren't mm-hmm. married. They got divorced. I was like 10. But I mean, they had known each other since they were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so that's a lifelong love. You know what I mean? Well, it's married not, or not married, you guys create the create, they create right. life. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, they, my dad was seven, my mom was five when they met. For the first time. Oh, wow. And so he had known her. You know, you guys are lifelong friends, whether or not the marriage worked or not. Mm-hmm. So not only did you lose, you know, the mother, you know, your son's mother, but you lost a friend mm-hmm. and the next wife. So uh, he cried then. And then when I graduated high school and college, so those were tears of joy. Mm-hmm. Other than that, my father's extremely quiet. Mm-hmm. Very quiet. Very reserved. If you speak to him, he'll speak. But my father is very reserved. He doesn't, he doesn't speak much at all. So, so would you say he's a vulnerable person? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. My father is very, you wouldn't know he was, it's hard to tell if, if he's angry. Like you just, you just won't know. He suppressed a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> one of my goals is to get him in the therapy, but this nigga's stubborn. <laughs> 
what does he think about your journey? And like, does he? I mean, I'm sh- does does he support it or does he understand he's it? Overjoyed, like he is. You can hear in his voice when he speaks. Like he's definitely hyped, proud, and all that shit. I hear it. Do you think that not being able to be vulnerable? I mean, I don't know what the what why your brother committed suicide, and I don't even know if you want to share that. But do you think not being vulnerable played a part in that, like him not being able to express his feelings or not knowing how to deal with them? Funny thing about suicides, the signs are always there. We just don't pay attention to them, right? Mm. So, ten years prior, my brother had a stroke, mm. and that changed his whole. If you know anything about strokes and all, they can change your whole you. Can change you. When you talk, everything. All that. So my brother was extremely goofy, funny, talked fast and shit. He was always, you know, loved to be around people. And then he had a stroke and turned into a hermit and developed OCD. Now, we've always been very clean in our household, but he would do shit like he would wash towels every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, I can't even make this up. Every day he would wash towels. Mm-hmm. It'd be three in the morning, he'll get up and start dusting. Like, I had my own room in his, at, at his house, and I mean, my son, so I'd be sleeping. He'll come in and start vacuuming. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing, dog? <laughs> wow. He would clean every single day. OCD, though. I mean, the house was immaculate. Mm. Yes? Figure it out. You guys need to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta share, babe. You guys gotta share. We'll try harder. We'll go make the castle or I'm putting it away. <laughs> oh, gosh. The drama of it all. Yeah. Um, so that was the first big thing that nobody paid attention to. He got more irritable. I, I had no idea that a stroke could affect you, like, your personality in that Because it's way. a... Uh, it's it's a psychological... Well, no, it's uh, loss of oxygen to mm. something, but... It, it can't change you. Like, you sometimes, depending on a stroke, you can have to learn how to walk and talk and all I that stuff. I knew that. Again. It was my grandfather went through that. He had right. to learn how to write again, all talk, walk. Because it's like... This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yeah, part of your brain loses oxygen and it's almost like decap. It's like it, it can be rehabilitated. Yeah. Almost fully sometimes, but sometimes no. I didn't, but I didn't realize that it yeah. totally like character mm-hmm. traits mm-hmm. Even right, right. can change. So that's that's what happened to him. And with that comes depression and all that shit, right. with OCD and all that. So, but again, I didn't, I knew he's like changed, but I didn't pay too much attention. I was gone. I was in college. You know what I mean? I never really moved back home either. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was gone. I would just know like if him and mom's got, my stepmom got into it, they would, she would, they would call me like, hey, you know, we're beefing again and I would problem solve or whatever. But fast forward, you know, he got engaged and then he found out she was having an affair. Mm -hmm. And that's what set him over the edge. So he put his plan into motion and he wanted her to hurt as he hurt. So Mm -hmm. that's what he did. 
That so that's what it was because well, th- th- that time, that was his catalyst, yeah. Right when he that time and that obviously that happened. Had there ever been any like threats or any attempts before that? No, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't. I never moved back home. Right, right. I mean, he's in Philly. Or he's in Vegas. Vegas. Mm-hmm. I never moved back home, so I wasn't around him every day. But when I would go home. But you, were, but you were still the one that was the fixer, even yes. though you weren't necessarily present all the time. You'd be like, yeah, get your brother. He tripped me. Cause, you know, How much older was he than you? Three years. Oh, okay. He's three years older. So, yeah. Wow. Well, so then that led you into... After that, uh, yeah, I was like, yo, you, something's wrong with you, nigga. Well, how did you, how did you deal with that? I mean, like... Alcohol. Did it immediate alcohol? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another thing, too, around that time, I was in couples therapy. Me and an ex-girlfriend were in couples therapy. Mm. And, um, so therapy was already, you were already introduced to it at that point? Couples, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we were in couples therapy when this all went down. That's and, pretty young to be in couples therapy. Well, I thought I would be. No, I think it's good. Yeah. I, don't, I think a lot of like non-married, younger couples don't consider that as an option. Oh, it wasn't like I was just like, yeah, let's go. I, she, <laughs> she was like, let's go, yeah. Definitely took a while. Like, yeah. You know what it was? Like I, I never said no. Oh, well, let me say. I'm like, ah, I wouldn't really need it. But I was like, all right, I put it on her to find it. Like, you find a therapist. And then I'd be like, nah, man, I don't like them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Like, I would make an excuse. I don't want to tell my business. So it wasn't even about that. I was just like, eh, I'm not going to pay you to listen to what yeah, I got to say. Right? And then something had happened in our relationship that uh, nothing like super drastic or anything like that. But something happened. I was like, you know what? I finally was like, let's do this. Like, we can go. I'll, I'll be fully in president and all that shit. But amongst all of that, you know, with my brother and whatnot, even in just couples there, even before him dying, I was like, man, something ain't right. And I knew that I no way in hell I can be in this relationship until I get me fixed. Mm-hmm. If I'm not healed, how in the hell can I be for this woman? And that kind of was implanted through therapy because we were going through individual stuff. As we are in couples therapy... She would talk about her individual stuff growing up and mine. And, you know, our therapist is kind of giving us the back and forth on how we grew up and all that things and how we interact and behave in a relationship. Your triggers. Right. And then, like, stuff like how are your parents' relationships. That thing is a huge thing that we don't pay attention to. Huge. What you see growing up is what you're more than likely to emulate or accept Mm -hmm. as love and what it should be. Or run from. Or run from. Correct. But, like I said, I was... In there, I'm like, man, something is not right. And then this happens, and I'm like, yeah, something definitely is not right. And like, I was self-medicating with alcohol and shit. Um, I would come home and just kill a bottle, pass out on the couch, and get up and go to work again. And then, uh, I don't know, one day, I was like, man, uh, one day I just came home. I got daughter liquor in my house. I bagged it up. She came home from work, and I was like, get this shit the hell up out of here. Mm. And she, she took it right out. She didn't even hesitate. I got into therapy a week after that, and... It's been on ever since. So. How long did it take you to find the therapist for you? Was it the same one that you guys were already seeing? Or no, 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 no. She couldn't. She, I don't legally. I don't think she could. Oh, okay. Oh, so if you see a couple as a couple, it's legally. It's like yeah. It's like I don't know about legally, but, but she they they wouldn't want to like unless we were going to come back to, as a couple. Right. It was she would, biased right. to see you alone because now she's seen us together. Right. Right. So she was like, unless you guys come back together, I don't want to see either or. You know what I mean? Right. Are you still seeing a therapist? Mm-hmm. Is it the same therapist you started with? No, no, no. I uh, I have a black woman now. My first woman was Colombian. Okay. <coughs> Colombian? Yeah. Why is it kind of, what kind of, very specific. Well, she was. <laughs> She's Colombian. She's not. She has strong <laughs> ass. How is it specific? I only know that because, uh, you know. 
specific. She had a strong ass accent. I'm like, where are you from? She's like Columbia. I was like, all right, cool. Um, and then I got a black woman because she moved. She changed offices. She's like further out. I was like, I'm not driving out there. And then I got a black woman. So I've been with her ever since. She's been good. Um, one thing I think I I, I notice amongst men that's different from women is that women we will call our girlfriends up and be like I'm coming over I'm bringing this whiskey and um, I might cry you know <laughs> it's totally normal to have this kind of like therapeutic camaraderie amongst women to hug each other to be you know vulnerable with each other um, more so than I think it is men no men do it too they do? yeah I think it may be only you and your friends no no men get together and you know Listen, <coughs> the niggas know when they homies is hurt behind a woman. But yeah. not even behind a woman. I, well, I'm I mean, just saying, like, like... Maybe a woman, but not, like, what else? Like, deeper than that. No, I that like now... sometimes when guys, it's very surface. It's, it's not, We're not yeah, digging deep. I'll give you that. And some of them do. There are... Don't get me wrong, there are. But, like, I feel like More now than ever. I'll give you that. They'll do it, and it won't be... The conversation won't necessarily come up. We'll just want to be around our guys. To right. get away from that, right. as opposed to talking about it. So I'll give you that. Or just, like, um, to embrace one another, to, like, kiss your friend on the cheek and be like, it's okay. Wait a minute. You want more? Why should she get rid of my glass? Well, I didn't know. I thought I was going to knock it over, but... He told you he threw away the liquor. You were like, I, right. I know. I was like, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have busted Well, no, this is the thing now. So now every year, I don't drink for, like, four months out of the year. That's January 2nd, there's no alcohol until, like, spring break-ish. Well, maybe I should follow you. I do this every year, so that's, you know, get dry for a minute, then I can kill my body the rest of the year. Sounds healthy. Sounds really healthy. <laughs> start off, just to start off the year of clear mind, uh, you know, all that workout shit, eat clean. Mm-hmm. At least I start a portion of the year out clear and getting into work. And then after that, whatever happens. <laughs> Have you ever tried to smoke weed? Have you ever done it? Yeah, oh, okay. I, I do it like when I go on vacation. Oh, okay. Weed is just not my thing. Yeah. Uh, edibles, are, I almost died out. Yeah, edibles are mm-hmm. not anybody's thing. Because I'm one of those people like, with alcohol, you after a shot or two, you start feeling something. For me, with weed, I don't feel anything right away. And then? And so, like, edibles and shit, so I'll, you know, give me an edible. So I'm like, man, this shit trash. I am not an edible person. What? Oh. We still out right here? Yeah, I think it'll just keep going. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, can't, won't. So, you know, I, I keep my weed intake to a, a minimum. minimum. Yeah, when I go on vacation, then I'll smoke. But other than that, you won't do, I won't do it here. Um... So, so other than the docu-series having how many episodes at this point? We have 40, um, 42 guys recorded. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. How and do you go about finding? Like, most of them are my friends. And they're just, are they shy about opening up? And mm-hmm. what are you asking them? Like, what kind of questions, like, do you ask all of them to share with our listeners? Are you, when, when we do the videos? Yeah, like, what, what are the kind or of questions? Or how I ask them to come be on. No, like, uh, what, what are the kind of questions that you ask them? So on? there are... Uh, 12 questions we start with. So, how it works. You introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. If you got something to promote, I sell the book. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your chance to right. plug you. My daddy got this auto yeah, shot. You know I mean? yeah, my <laughs> my name is, and I do this. Okay? Whatever you want to intro yourself with, that's all you. We mm-hmm. start about 10 or 12 questions, and it's normally, and it's just to get you talking, right? Mm-hmm. So, the first one is like, have you been to therapy? Mm-hmm. Yes or no, depending on what you answer. No. And what do you find mostly the answer is? A majority of them have gone. Really? But really? Again, most of the guys are retired NFL athletes. Okay. I come from the athlete world, so a lot of a lot of my friends are just guys that I played against in college and all that shit, and I've met along the way. Uh-huh. 
uh, or just guys I grew up with. So most of the guys are athletes, pro athletes. Um, and then my entertainment friends that I've met along the way as well. So uh, mo- all the guys are professional black men. Okay. Um, I eventually want to get to your everyday man that doesn't have a platform, that's you know doesn't have however many fucking followers. I want your everyday man mm-hmm. um, eventually. Actually, let me take this back. Eventually, I don't want to have to do this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, you want people to just I wanted, be vulnerable. I want to normalize this <laughs> to where I'm no longer needed. Right. The idea is to normalize vulnerability for black men. So when you see a black man and he's opening up about whatever, he's not being shunned about it. He's right. not being called a bitch. He's not being told to man up. Or, and or you know, so I want to normalize it. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, man. Amen. I feel like crap right now. Nigga, listen to me. Right. Can you talk? Boom. Get it out the way. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um... So, as someone that's, you know, on this journey and empowering, you know, men to embrace that vulnerability, what are your, like, what are you, like, hanging out with your homeboys? Like, are all your friends, like, just open? Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and my my group of friends, we've always been very open about everything in our lives. Um, Okay, she all right? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, no, my my group of friends have always been very open. Uh, We've never... You know, it might take us a while to finally say something, but in all of my group chats, my guys are very, it, and it doesn't matter what it is, kids, you know, relationships, just bad day to day. We've always, and this is before I even went to therapy, so it's not like I went to therapy and all of a sudden the floodgates open. No, we've always been very open. Because mm-hmm. they always, you know, we always <laughs> just want each other's opinions on shit, and, you know, or just something to talk about. So no, we, my group of friends in particular have always been very open, always. I can't say that. For everybody else, but my group has always been open. It's very mature of your friends. <laughs> very healthy and mature group I, of fellas I, you hang with. I say this all the time, like I've been very... We might need to hang out with them. You can, it, <laughs> you can, you can, you can I don't say, think like, I have any issues being vulnerable, okay? And then, hello. Well, okay, seeing men do it is entirely different though, right? What? So, I'm saying like hanging out with a group of men. Go, yeah. Wait, what does she need with cranberries? Oh, just give them the whole thing. We gonna continue this, or we gotta wait for the co-host. Just wait a second, because right. it'll it um we pause it, and we have the segment on our show where we'll play elevator music when the kids interrupt. <laughs> so like, um, you know, it's real mama shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost don't know. Real mama shit. Mila, I've, I've listened to about seven episodes. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, I do my research. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, Which I, ones I, did you listen to? Uh, oh shit. I know. See, well, all your most recent ones. Uh, who was the, the the Blood and Crip baby mama? Oh, Kimmy. I listened to the makeup lady before that. Oh, Griselda. The uh, you guys had the one with the medium. Oh, Chris. Uh, Moncello. Okay, Oh, God. <laughs> Did you judge us? Whew. No, I don't judge. Um, by the way, if you haven't listened to our Mom Cella episode, uh, you're missing out. Don't be a psycho. This is your reason. Yeah. I'm listening. Currently, probably not. Listen, Brandon surprise. says, so Essie was like, yo, we were shooting. And he was like, you know, my you know, niece's friends have a podcast. And I'm one of those people, like, I support my friends and that shit, right? I've been knowing Brandon maybe nine years now. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, her friends have a podcast. I'm like, I'll tune in. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's how friendships are supposed to work. What I'm saying, like, it doesn't take much for you to subscribe to something and take a listen to it. That's nothing out of my day. You know what I mean? Follow, listen, share shit in the car. Tell a bomber for it. It's not. (laughs) 
doesn't take anything away from me to sit and listen to something and, and share it. It's like. And my theory is, if you're friends with someone I'm close with, then we're like basically friends. Because <laughs> if they like you, you should. I should like you, and you, you should, should be like a good me. Judge of yeah, right. right? Like right. I. They wouldn't be your friend. I don't care. That's how we're friends. <laughs> Literally, Nisha. Right. That's how we right. met each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll tune in a bit. Cool. All right, we back now. You ready? Yeah. Oh yeah, I we stopped. That. I didn't nah. stop, but I know sometimes I do the editing. I can just cut that and start where we were just talking. Okay. I got cranberries. I'm cranberries? Cran- the baby's got the cranberries. I'm back. Okay, good, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So what I was asking is, you right. have all these episodes. I mean, all these you know different uh, men discussing their vulnerability. Like, what it? What is your goal? Like, are you gonna create? Like, have you had meetups where people have like? Yeah, we'll be doing events soon. Um, again, I, I didn't say this, but I didn't even want to. Do I wanted to just do mine. <laughs> it was for me. It was a personal thing that I was like, just do this for you, big. And I did it. And my, actually, my son did one, too. I was going to ask you if he did one. Yeah, my son. I made my son watch me do it. Um, my son comes here every summer for a vacation and shit. So I, I, he watched me do it. Where's your son live? Vegas with his mom. Okay. Um. But yeah, he watched me do it. I wanted him to see what it looks like when a man is vulnerable, opens up. And a lot of these things he doesn't know because, not that he shouldn't know, but as a parent, sometimes you feel like you're, in not giving them you, you feel like you're protecting them, but you could be doing them a disservice. Because there are times where I've parented and reacted to him with things that had nothing to do with him. And now that he knows that Sometimes dad doesn't even feel like being dad right now. Right. I don't even feel like being a parent, dude. And I'm so just, sometimes my demeanor or my actions or something that I might say has nothing to do with you, son. It's coming from a different place, life or right. whatever is happening. So I wanted him to be able to see that and understand that, uh, you know, he thinks I'm Superman. I'm not. Daddy's not Superman, <laughs> dude. Like, Damn, but I'm did, not. Has, he, has your son seen you cry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, man, listen. <laughs> I, I, was, I almost cried during my video, but he saw me cry, uh, man, this was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. When I had to tell him that my brother, his uncle committed suicide, oh my God. My dad made me do it, right? Because his mom wanted to tell him. And my dad, he's like, no, it's the man's job. He's his father. He need to tell him. I was like, man. Fuck. Why are you speaking for me? Man, yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> but he was right, though. I needed to be the one to tell him that his, you know, his uncle passed away. And... As a parent, you're supposed to protect your kids from... You want to protect them from hurt. And me telling you this is going to devastate you. So I'm already feeling like shit. And you're devastated too. Exactly, right? So I told him and he just... I picked him up from school. We in the parking lot. He just... uh, The look on his face. I don't ever want to see that shit again. Ever. Hell no. And his heart just crumbled. Mm. And I bawled. He was Mm. crying. I was crying. Mm. I was crying, one, because I lost my brother. But I'm also crying because I just hurt my son Mm -hmm. with the news. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, yeah. He saw me cry. He saw me cry at the funeral. And when his grandmother died, um, you know, I called him up. His grandmother passed of, uh, his mom's mom mm-hmm. died from cancer. And, you know, that was, he watched her wither away. Mm-hmm. Has he ever seen you cry not out of pain? No. Like happiness or anything like that? No. He's seen me teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when I look at him and he's doing things, he doesn't see me. He's in the middle of doing it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't see me like super hype and he's so emotional, like you can teary eyes and shit. Right, right. 
Uh, and I'm just going around. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, my, my, my son. <laughs> oh my god. I also like to no, stay I, out. Of I room. have though. There's definitely been moments where I'm like, wow. Where I have moments where I'm like, it's crazy the love I have. It makes me emotional. Right. I know. You know. Um, but I also like to stay out of his way when he's in the doing crazy. when he's doing things. You know what I mean? Like if he's playing sports or he's, yeah, yeah. I like to stay in the back. Like I don't. You know, I try not to speak too much. Like, I cheer for him, of course, but I try not to. Why? He doesn't even. It's because, like, I, I just don't want to take the moment away from my son, man. I'll be in the back. You're not taking it away. Well, I'm saying, like, I'll be in the back cheering like a motherfucker. I just, I just don't want to be that parent that's all out in the mix. Like, this, this is my son. <laughs> You're just moment. a low key kind of guy, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, God! You know what I'm saying? You know, if she told me to stop, I'd be like, okay, I will just chill. I have a sign though. Like <laughs> it's funny, like, and then so now you know my son being older, he doesn't like me coming to his school and shit. Because he's older, I'm not ready for that. No, yes, that, but but like girls. Oh, yeah. I was gonna ask you about that because I feel like girls for, like what? Like he doesn't want you to know the girls he likes. No, he doesn't want them to talk to him about his father. So I'll show up on campus. And like that, like he looks good. Like they think like, that's the girl's daddy. Like, that's the daddy. Oh my god! I was gonna he's say because like, you're so handsome and you are. You look young, so I'm yeah, sure. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, damn. Well, like I got it. Because I'll show up on campus and they'll see me. And they'll text him like, "Oh, daddy here." Uh, uh, with and he knee. gets really mad. Oh no! Yeah. He's like, "Dad, yeah. just pull around the corner." He's like, "Yeah, he really does." Like, that's crazy. No, you know what? Thinking back, there were some dads when I was little girl that I was like, "Who's?" That was my dad. I'm sure. Yeah, that was my father. My father was like, "Oh, oh, your daddy here." It's not your daddy, so he doesn't he doesn't like me to show. <laughs> you chill in the car, okay? Yeah, that's yeah. what he tells you me. You know these hoes like older guys. <laughs> <laughs> or you like know these high school hoes love an older man. Sit your ass in the car. Or if I gotta go to his games or something, I gotta sit up top. Like I can't wear know. a hat. I like to be close. Like <laughs> I like to. This. He got to be son is, Your son is shaming you. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> your son is. You're letting him shame you. <laughs> yeah, you really you is. Live your best life. Like, nah, don't be mad. All the single moms at the school want my number. <laughs> oh yeah what's been your experience with that have you had like single moms like it, like throughout your education and like oh yeah and, and as a dad and as a teacher yeah. I mean I know you guys he lives in Vegas but like have you encountered like a single mom because you know as single moms there's always a reputation that we like I always we're thirsty yeah, they, we're just, we're not safe. It's not safe. You know what? That is like an unspoken single mom. It's not everyone feels that way, but it's definitely stereotype. a Stereotype. Like, don't bring the single mom to the married party. <laughs> is it a stereotype? <laughs> Do you think we made I it up so. or is it real? No, I think it is. I don't think it's that deep, but I think there are people that think about it or maybe don't trust you. I've heard, I've heard married not... people say they should not have single friends, hmm. which I think is very strange. Yeah, you know, I don't, I've never been married. Um, how has it been being an educator? School. Oh, yeah, even in the school, like yeah. being a teacher. It's, yeah. It's been... Have you had any little yeah, affairs I've... with... Oh, have you had any mom science teacher? <laughs> okay, you can tell us when we... When we we got so excited. No, <laughs> you see how excited we got? <laughs> tell us. Tell us all those story, LA yeah. Unified School District <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in the faculty janitor's room? Um, <laughs> we watch way too much I, porn. I, this is what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I typically don't mix business with pleasure, but I knew it. <laughs> so at one point, uh, I, when I said I never really moved back, I moved back to home to Vegas for a short period of time, and it's when I first got into teaching. I was teaching algebra full time, and then I taught English after that. My first year teaching algebra, I had a mom walk into my classroom. It was fifth hour, walk into my classroom, and she was like, "Oh, I came to check on my daughter," and I was like. 
I mean, okay. Like, I, I, <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Yeah, I'm going to tell you no, but like in my head, I'm thinking you know, your daughter makes straight A's and maybe you just jumping in on her classroom is the reason why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but I didn't quite. I'm like, oh. Was her daughter like, hi, mom? Yeah, like, like what the her, fuck are you doing You know, her daughter here? looked at her like. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, my God. She was confused too. Like, I'm like, well, she's sitting down and my daughter, she was like, mom, what are you? And so, you know, they chopped it up for a quick second. And she leaves. She's like, well, if you ever have any problems, and she gave me your address. Like, I live at... I forgot the address. She's like, I live... Uh, not so my number. My address? The address, which is, like, right, literally right down the street from the school. If she's ever acting up from her straight out... You ever, straight out. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She ever gives you any problem. <laughs> please Come don't hesitate. Like, no number. Like, please don't hesitate because I, I live down the street from the school. Okay. And I'm like... Was uh, she wearing like an extra sexy summer dress? Then? She had a sundress. Was she cute? <laughs> sundress. I knew it. Perfect twerking dress. She was hot mom, I guess. Have you ever... I was at a club one time and uh, um, <laughs> I was at the club one time and a pati- she wasn't a student in my class. She was a student at the school and uh, I, I don't know how word got around. But anyway, I uh, was at the club with my, my boys and whatnot and I'm walking and she has an older sister that is around my age mm-hmm. and her mother. They were all at the club together. <laughs> And Wait, the sister and the mom already? The club? older sister. The so older the, sister the student the that was at my school, she has an older sister oh, and her mother. Mom. They were at the club. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was walking through, and all of a sudden, two little ladies just jumped right in front of me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Williams. <laughs> and I was like, with two double fisting, two drinks. <laughs> I yes. definitely had some Henny in my hand. <laughs> They're like, Mr. Williams. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they just start asking me questions, but they would answer. Like, one would answer the question, the other just asked. And it was the weird. Like, so you weren't saying anything? I didn't really get a chance to. <laughs> it was like, oh, you teach at, oh, my daughter. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's up? <laughs> and so the daughter pressed the issue extremely hard. And the mom caught an attitude. Mm. So, like, daughter pressed my issue with the yard. So, like, we chopping it up. With, I'm, I'm faded at the time, so I'm definitely just having a good time. <laughs> so she pressed my issue, like, tough. So... You know, exchange numbers. You know, I say bye to the mom. The mom gives me all attitude. This all. is this is not the same mom who gave you her address. No, this is a different. Okay, okay. <laughs> she gives me all attitude. Just to be clear. And I'm not trying to tell nobody business, so I can't. We don't know that mom's name. Yeah, but they might listen. In. They are. They follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole family does. They would just, love this. They'd love yeah, this. Yeah, so right? I, don't know, like, I, I don't know if I should. I'm not going to give super specifics. But anyway. <laughs> we don't by. know. Right. No, y'all don't know. Sometimes it goes by. Me and the daughter hang out. Do what we do. The mom and the daughter get in an argument. 
So is the mama jealous? Like yes. she's for like, sure. So they're coming to they're so they're coming to LA, and then she calls me like, "Hey, we coming to LA? Come meet with us for something to eat." And I'm like, "Alright, for sure. Just let me know when you get in. I'll, I'll link up with y'all." Boom. I get a call a couple hours later. She's like, "Yo, me and mom just got into it." I was like, "Damn, what happened?" I'm I don't know what happened. <laughs> She's like, apparently, uh, she's jealous that I jumped on you before she did. And I was like, well. I, you know what? All I could think about is my future as a parent. And I just, I really hope. Now, in my head, I'm feeling myself, right? I'm like, like, shit. Uh, I can't stand <laughs> At the same time, I was like. It's cool and it's also weird. It's kind of incredible. It's kind of incredible. It's cool, but it's weird it's though. Incredible. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. Kind of like my porn dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like I knew this moment would happen last night on you porn. <laughs> I, I got some stories, man. I can't, you know. I know your audience is moms and. Oh, are you kidding? I got some stories. Got the, our moms are not. I got a, your mom next door. No, aren't these? In are... one of my classrooms, I had a <clears throat> prep, and prep was like. It was block scheduling, so it was like 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on. A woman that I knew, though. I knew her. She had got off work early. She had a job interview. Came by my class. Like, I'm going to stop by. I was like... Her student goes to your school? No. She was just going to come swing by work. She going to come swing by. Totally normal. Because okay. I was training, too. And I was training, and she would come into groups that I was training sometimes. She's like, oh, I'm going to stop by. She was happy she got the job that she interviewed for. I was like, oh, you know I'm at work, right? So... Okay, we can't really celebrate right now. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> grading papers and shit. Uh, this is when I was teaching English. I was grading papers. She's like, I'm going to stop by. It's kind of sexy. It's... I was like, all right, cool. So <laughs> I'm in my class. And when I'm on prep, I want nobody in my room. Mm-hmm. I turn off like half the lights, lock the doors, like, you know, no disturbances. Like, I like my peace. And uh, so she came by, boom. What's on prep? Like, for the next class? <clears throat> so, you know, you have... Essentially, you teach five classes and you right. have a six hour off because by law, you have to have a break. One hour, yeah, okay. Right? So, normally, it's a prep. Yeah, like, don't prep come hang out in here. Do not come mm. hang out. Leave me the fuck alone time. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> so, you know, I'm grading papers, not really paying her no mind. I'm like, how, small talk, though. How's the job interview going? How'd it go? Whatever. And I'm grading papers, not paying her no mind. And all of a sudden, she sits on my desk. No panties on. Kind of hot. Kind of hot. Kind of... What? Yeah. Wait, how'd you know she didn't have panties on? She like, I'm looking right. Oh, like, she like, in front of you. Yes, she like. opened up her legs? So my desk. I need details. My, <laughs> Give so, me a visual. So my desk, and I, as I'm sitting at my teacher's desk right. computer. Okay. You know, the student's desk are right there. So she sat at the very oh, front. Oh, and then. And then she open. got up from that desk mm. and sat on my papers that I'm grading. No. That, oh, wow. So that's how I saw. Okay. Wait, okay, I have a question. Had you guys have slept together prior to this point? No. Oh, okay. She was feeling frisky. She got the drop. She said Wait, about to get... She had the signs that they were there, that this could go down. No woman's doing that if she doesn't. Women don't shoot their shot? I mean, that's not, a bold not, shot. Not if there's not any... That's a pretty bold shot at your job on your fifth hour. I, mean, I don't know, maybe... I mean, I don't... I'm not a woman, so I don't know the psych. I don't know what Okay, you... so what happened? Did you do it or not? Of course I did. Yes! It was cool. Of course I. Oh. What am I do? Like, so, oh, all right. so I'm gonna turn that down at school. Yeah. This is the best hoary ever. ever. Oh my I'm gonna turn it at school. Come on, man. That shit happens on yeah. I mean, I would do it too. Is, like, I have one question. What's up? Did did, did anyone videotape this? <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your question. Really? Erica. No. I want to see this. I. This, this was years ago. This, this is was Erica's. When, 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 Erica, my porn friend. When phone footage wasn't uh. <laughs> this is visual. 
when you, when you couldn't film movies on phones, this was a while back. Okay. But yeah, of course. Like, I'm a Did you guys like start dating after that, or like was there other any other classroom sex? Did she have to be really house? quiet? Did you put her, your hand over her mouth? Was there a little window? Those little was, like rectangle. Could anyone windows? have like, walked in? Like, mm. did you have to go in the back in the corner because the window? <laughs> no, you could have like knocked on my door, but my doors were locked. But you definitely could see. Wow. Oh, bold. Okay. Mr. Bold. Yeah, I'm not turning that down. Yeah. Not that, not that particular. I mean, you can't, I really feel like you can't be a teacher and not embark on that journey. You kind of like, have like, to, like. what's the point? I feel like that's <laughs> definitely happening. You I put, feel you like put, you got to, at least Chris men and women together in a place consistently, someone's fucking. No, and I think specifically. Teachers I don't mess with. I mean, I, but I'm just saying, but. Well, yeah, because that's like, you can't. It's working pleasure. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mix with working pleasure. Had, well, but people do. No, people do it all the time. I personally just don't mix business with pleasure. That's in any workplace. Yeah. Like, I don't mess with models and shit. Like, I do not mix business with pleasure. Yeah. I've tried one, it just wasn't for me. Like, I don't mix business with pleasure. Actresses, none of that shit. I generally don't like mixing business with pleasure. I've had bad experiences. They're beautiful, gorgeous, fun, but nah, not for me. I'd rather not. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, we didn't record that. I was in the moment. Then the last thing I was thinking about was grabbing my phone. Oh my god, little boldy. Yeah, that's hot. Now, yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? You know the funny thing, right? I just think about classroom sex, like you know. So I talk about being a teacher, and then sometimes I get like. I've been asked a few times about the girls. I'm like, are you kidding? No, by what? Who? Some okay. guys, some guys. I hope you've had those friends off now. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't say they were my friends. I'm you saying in conversation, sex. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking rapey, dog. So the uh, fact that they beyond, went, like, wait, I didn't sage the house just because of that. What grade do you? What grade do you teach? <laughs> now I'm just a sub. I substitute teacher. Oh, so okay. So, but when I was tenured. So wait, 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 what what grade do you substitute teach them? Is there a certain one or you just whatever? Like So with LAUSD, I just do secondary, so 6 through 12. And I'm also in Downey Unified, so I can do K through 12. Okay. I try to just do high school. What, what are there specific, as a, as a, I honestly don't even know how that substitute t-shirt, how it works. Like, do you have to, like, do you spe- uh, specialize in a certain... That you do mostly English and history. Can you do it all? You pick like the basically, six. Basically, you got to know everything. Yeah, because basically. Math but you pick like the six. A, that's why I could never be a, a teacher. Because math, don't <laughs> no. ask me that. Well, you pick when the same six. When you sub, you can kind of like do whatever they tell you to do. But back to the weird topic at hand about right. your, those yeah, strange no, they ask comments. Me like, yeah. <laughs> or they'll yeah. say something like, the girls look grown. I'm like, no, they no. look like okay. fucking oh, girls. Oh my God. First of all, oh, I'm you, you know those niggas exist because we were those at that the, age at one point. The fucked up part is that I was that student. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm not that there was any hot teachers at my school, but I was definitely fucking guys that were way too old to be fucking with me. So, Some of which knew how old I was and then my baby's daddy. It's very rapey. It's very rapey. It's, it's, it it's is rapey. rapey. It is rapey. So my baby's daddy, my baby's daddy. My baby's daddy. <laughs> my baby's daddy was working over, you know, at the job. <laughs> he was working as a coach and um, for the, a boy's like, maybe like a young boy's team. Wait, why you're in high school? Yeah, no, not this is like uh, you're grown. Yeah, oh, okay. my, my my baby daddy was my high school sweetheart, but grown. He started working at a school. <clears throat> so one day he was at the gym. He had to take the girls' uh, volleyball team or something back to the gym, and he was like, "Jam, like these little fucking whores." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" He's like, in the car, just like Snapchat me that pussy. <laughs> 
like just saying, you know, like grown shit. And have you seen the twelfth graders these days? They yeah. look older than me. No, for they sure. don't. They look like twelfth graders. But they, I mean, I look I'm like only me. able to say this because I see them every day. I yeah. never really left. Well, I think maybe because you also know their mind that the body doesn't affect you. But if you just look at some of these girls, they look grown. Like I just took my brother. My brother just went to prom and. She looked like a the high picture. school student, though. Huh? Can yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, she did, but even me, though. Loki, I always got approached by older guys because I literally looked like this. Because they were rapey. No, but, that, but, and no, but I was mature. I was mature. I'm not saying no, you were. You were mature, but I was mature, too, but that's not any mm. reason to be like... No, not, it's not, no, it's not no, okay, not but I'm them. just saying that, like... I, it was confusing. But here's my thing, right? And then it wouldn't matter after that. But it should. But I, no, <laughs> you know, I know. Saying. But I'm like, we have to be able to like have this conversation with Luna and Irie because I think it's important that they know. Like, it's very rapey. It's not about your maturity. It's not about. Not it's, it's, it's about no, like it's rapey. I was just speaking on like the look of high school girls. Yeah. When you're removed from high school for so long, and when you did, and then then you see one, you're like, oh, they look like they look grown. But no. As because I've been in education so long, I, you know what I mean. Like they do not look; they look like kids. Yeah. They might be developed body wise. Right. There's kids with full grown beards, yeah, right. but you still look eighteen. Right. I, I had a goatee in high school. Right, and you probably know, having had, one conversation, you're like, you know what I mean. Like definitely. I had a mustache in eighth grade. Like I was one of those. I had this voice in eighth grade. You know what I mean. So yeah, I got another story. I had sex with my teacher when I was in high school. Great. So I was one of those kids. You were like all the porn episodes we've ever. I watched. was definitely that kid in high school. I definitely Did had sex. Did she fall in love? Time. Was she trying? To, was she sending you? No, news? she was married. Wait, in twelfth grade or what grade? Hey, I was a senior. Were you? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, 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 it's not, the appeal isn't the same, so. Did she seek you out or did you seek her out? So this is the thing. I don't see him seeking out his teacher. And this is the thing. <laughs> I, uh, ever since my freshman year, she would say little shit and my immature mind wasn't picking up on the cues. Right. It would be shit like, she was, I never had her for, in a class. Like, she wasn't my specific teacher. She was a teacher at my school. Mm-hmm. I never had her for a class, but, you know, walking around campus, I would walk by the room or walk by her and she would say dumb shit. Like, you know, meet me. We got beef or some shit like Mimi at, in, in my class at the school. And she did extracurriculars, you know, at the school as well. Mm-hmm. Like fashion clubs, shit like that. She'd like, you know, come to the class after school. And I'd be like, ha-ha, and keep walking. I never picked up on it. Uh, until she started throwing parties at her house. For the students? Yeah, so uh-uh. one of my classmates. <laughs> that was her loophole. <laughs> one of my classmates ended up li- moving She's in with her. She was, um, because she was <clears throat> damn near orphaned. You know what I mean? So she ended up living with her. And then, you know, during the years, she started throwing these functions and shit. Cooking all the food, and liquor, drinks, weed. It was like TV, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And it was then I was like, well, oh, damn. What? Is this how it's going to go down, huh? No, I'm talking oh, about oh. It, as I, I went to one of the functions. Mm-hmm. Right, you realize. It's enchiladas everywhere and shit. <laughs> oh, I saw the enchiladas. She, I knew she was committed to the thing. I saw enchiladas <laughs> and shit, you know, chips and salsa. It was liquor everywhere. <laughs> She was rolling weed. I'm looking around like, what the fuck is going on? How old did you say she was? She was 29. Oh, wow. 29, 28. Married two kids or something. Nah, that's... Where where was her husband and two kids? He was working. What kind of... I don't know where the hell... Do I look like I was worried about where them kids were? No, you were not. Not at all. Do you consider that um, statutory rape? Yes, I do. 
do you think legally what do you what do you think about your mental state then like do you think that you're old enough to make that decision or you were manipulated and taken advantage i was i did not feel manipulated i was a willing participant okay like i did not feel like she took advantage of me i was like more than happy to but do you think thinking now that you're an adult Oh, it's statutory rape, yes. No, I'm just saying, I'm do, still do you like, see... No, like, but I'm wondering what his mindset was, because we didn't think it was, you know no, what I'm saying? No, of course like, not. In my head, I'm like, this is, a, this is a teacher. I'm, for I'm, me, this that for me, when I was hooking up with an older guy, I was like, thought I was cooler. I was of cooler, course. I could do things that my friends weren't doing, but you then, know? But then when you look back at it, do you, do you see how, like, like when alcohol and a 16-year-old girl are involved, like, it's like... It's see, I wasn't drinking, so... Oh, so, oh, okay. It wasn't like I was drunk, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't drinking. Okay. I was sober as a motherfucker. And this didn't even happen at the party. Or is that? She texted me. And you came to the house. On a, on a random school night. And you went? Of course. <laughs> of course I went. Random school night. I had just got my cell phone. I just got it. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 14. By someone the same age? Yes. Um, I had just got my phone and my boy gave her my number. Because he was talking to the classmate that was living with him. And I got the text from her, and she told me a real name. I didn't even know her real name until she texted me. You thought she was Mrs. Whatever. Yeah, I used to just call her by her name. school teacher name? Oh, my God. And then she gave me her first name, and I was like, I don't even know. Who the fuck is this? And then she's like, Mrs. I was like, oh, oh. Okay, now. What's up? She's like, I was eating. It was a school night. I was eating with some friends eating. She's like, what you doing? I was like, I'm eating right now. What's up? What you doing afterwards? I'm going home. I got school in the morning. I'm going home. <laughs> you I'm going to see you in class tomorrow. What are you what talking do you mean? about? I'm going to do the homework you <laughs> You know what I'm doing. I'm going to hell home. She's like, man, um, my husband's gone. Come over. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then she just came in and got right to it. There was like not much conversation. She's like, let me know when you're done eating. I'm going to hop in the shower. Gave me the address. Like, Okay, BJ, with yeah. the she's like, the horries on lock. Yeah, she's like, she's <laughs> I stopped eating and this left. Can't be hard. This was late. Like I literally was like, "Listen, I gotta go. I'm not waiting on this. I'm not waiting on this." Well, I stopped the meal. I stopped my meal. Paid my shit. Dipped. Like I gotta go. The English teacher is calling yeah. me. Yeah. Extra DJ has been pimping since. Pimping since. I left. I left. I didn't even Teenagers. finish eating. And he was like, "Where are you going?" I can't even. Tell you didn't tell anybody that you did that. I told my father that morning. No. <laughs> about the teacher? Oh, yeah. He knew it was he knew it was a teacher? What did I he got do? home about five. Wait, that he knew it was a teacher. Can I let me <laughs> <laughs> I Can I tell the story? Can I tell the story? I'm gonna give it to you. Okay. All right. Um. I got home, it had to be like five. My dad wakes up about five AM. That's about five something, you know, does his thing before he goes to work. And he was like, nigga, where the fuck was you? Pop. You he couldn't even hold it in. He, he was so happy. I couldn't wait. He couldn't Dad, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I'm home at five because... I was at... And I said the name. And he was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said, who the fuck is that? I was like, ah, you know, that's, that's you know, teacher at DP. He said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I smiled and shit like... <laughs> Dad. The difference yeah. between dads... And sons and moms. I will whoop my kids. I said, Pop. <laughs> he said, I, I bullshit you not. He was like, That's my boy. Gave me some pound. And he's like, Make sure you get your ass to school on time. I started school late. I had I didn't have first or second hour. So we I started talking about this. What would you tell your son? 
What would yeah, you well, tell? What would you tell your son right now? I, next year, what would you tell your son if he came home at five in the morning with this story? Fuck the teacher. <laughs> Welcome to, to the, the club, kid. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Welcome to the club, kid. No. This needs to be talked about. I would talk to her though. <laughs> we would have up. to have a no, not not no, no shit like that. We would have to have a conversation like, yo, you know, my son's in the rage, all that shit. But no. Nah. <laughs> Double standard, call it what you yeah, want. That's, Toxic yeah, masculinity, yeah. call it what you want. It is. <laughs> it I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to admit this one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pound my son up. Like, yo, oh, welcome to the no, club, kid. What's no. good? What if your daughter came home and slipped you the same motherfucking story, 12th grade? This is the shit. How can right. you. I just said stuff, double standard, right? I am not going to be angry at her. I am going to do my best not to chastise her. Or make her feel less than or belittle her. No. I'm going to kill him though. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was okay. waiting for that. No, no, part. he's going to he's <laughs> that, going to okay. see me a sap. I was, waiting, I was okay. waiting for that part. But for my daughter, no. Why is that different though? Like why is it is it more No, I'm gonna kill him. But I'm not you going to kill her, the teacher that did it. The but there's a, something. But there's a little part of you that was going to kill him. But you're also going to laugh because you're going to be kind like, of, oh, you, I've done but that. whereas with your daughter, you wouldn't. You, you would have to go in the room and be like, no, well, my, I'm not going to kill the lady teacher. No, because I don't hit women. No, I but she's mean, going to see. I mean, me, if though. your daughter did it, it if my daughter did, no, he's he's got to die. Not, it's straight anger. Or if it's a she, she has to die. <laughs> it's straight anger if your daughter did, did it, but if your son did it, it's anger, but also kind of like, huh. Yeah. Chip off the old block. But it, what's even more crazy? Well, again, for my daughter, once again, it's. But not, I'm just that's so crazy to me. Like, why is that? But I also know the patriarchy in this as well. Like all that plays into it for I, me. I know, but it's so interesting. It's such you, a manipulative thing, and I'm not saying that women are specifically dedicating time and work in dismantling some toxic masculinity, and in this other way, it's such a double fucking it standard. Is, it is. I didn't make the. Are you open to changing that perspective? I, I mean, do you see if the, my, do you see the problematic? <laughs> no, I definitely do you see, see why it. Problematic? Of course, I, I'm not sitting here saying like it's not. Pro- okay. I see all the. Pro- I see it. I see the problem. Yeah, you know, I see the problems. I know it's double standard. I know it's toxic masculinity. I know all of that. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mm-hmm. totally. You know all the words. Mm-hmm. I know all but, the words. But we're human and socialized. I'm socialized. I'm still unlearning a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's still right. That's still statutory, right? What happened to me? Mm-hmm. I was a willing participant. Mm-hmm. I was more than happy to. I could not wait to but go do it. I know do you think exactly. she preyed on you? Like, do you I do not feel like. Term? No, yeah, I don't feel like a victim. Personally, I personally do not feel. Do like you a feel like it was her responsibility to do that, not yours? To. To not fuck you. Yes. <laughs> Basically, you're not supposed to fuck your students. Period. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. No. Yeah. No. Like at all. Not let alone you're a. Minimum a decade older than me. You know what I'm saying? But again... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fuck the part. Okay, not fuck that. But the truth is, the crazy thing is, is like... At 30, I, I could definitely date somebody 40, you know? like. But 30 to 20 is, a big, is different it's a huge from... Well, job. I was thinking about that Dating too, somebody 40 at 30 is different than dating the 20. The rules that we make on age, because they are rules. Someone made up these rules. And we're right. like, okay, this They is, did. But right. not, and I'm not saying that they are, they're not needed. But I'm just saying that at the end of the day, just like anything else. That's actually, that's also, also social, socialized. Yeah, right. but like we don't need people okay. having sex with babies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that type of shit. Oh, like that's we, crazy because then someone would argue that. Well, uh, we, we're all we, humans. And people were trying to argue that. They are trying to argue that. Which is even. They're trying to put pedophilia on the. The LBGTP. Yeah, which is so disrespectful right. to the LGBTQ. It's a small group, but it's a group nonetheless. What? Tutus? They like to pretend they're going on vacation. Mermaid. I wonder what they got there. Okay. This so is what, like their favorite game. I wonder where they, they go got to, that They from. play vacation. Because mind you, I follow the page too. Oh. <laughs> yes, we took them to yes. Mexico. Yes. No, but you guys Wait. vacation. We, we did. We did. <laughs> Even without the dogs. <laughs> we took them to Mexico twice. Like once to Rosarito. We drove and once to Cabo. Wait, you know what? I mean, Lamana. Luna told me the other night. I want to go to um. I want to go to that 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 Mexico, mom. Not <laughs> the, the first one, Mexico. yeah. No, no, the second, like the all second the Mexico. like this one. I was like, Cabo. She's like, yeah, this. Not the one we drove to. Not the one we drove to. I want to be clear on the Mexico. No, you have to fly. To get right. That's what you want. You yeah, like I said, uh, if it was my daughter, I would kill him. And if it was my son, I wouldn't kill her because I don't hate women. But she definitely would have to see me because I know it's statutory rape. So Dude. although I would give him the huh, welcome to the club, I would not negatively respond to my daughter in that way. But I would definitely let her know, like, this is statutory rape. There's no reason why a grown-ass man should be preying on you. But even before that, I'm already on it. For my son, too. Like, I'm already on it. I'm already... About to have a conversation with you. I think... You know what I'm saying? Think I, I'm in the sex message and everything. that to you as an as a under-18 person, like, say your parents found out you were sleeping with a 29-year-old man, and they said, Jamila, that's statutory rape. Like, would it affect... Would it have changed your mind? No. Or would you even like shut the shut up? Yeah, That's no. Crazy. First of all, I thought I, I, I was lying and leaving and getting dropped off and t- doing all types of fuck shit to go be, be like katana. I was like so dumb and young. So I doubt you was young and in clubbing too. I was. I was in the club same here. Like yeah. I was driving at fourteen. Like I wasn't. Like, yeah, Danielle had a car. We're like sixteen, going to berries and like just being dumb and getting drunk and blacked out and shit. So I mean, I'm sure there were comments like that. But at the same time, I don't know, somehow I was still getting picked up by, like, 30-year-old guys in front of my house. Like, okay, bye! Yes. And, like, wives of someone in the Range Rover picking up your high school student and no one noticed. Yeah, we... I grew up in a very open household, so sex was never taboo in my house. Really? Like, yeah, not at all. My parents were very, very open with sex. They wanted to know. Hmm. They wanted to know what their kids were doing and not make it weird and they didn't they never made it weird they never made it taboo do you have any sisters mm-hmm. I have two sisters okay. okay so even with them mm-hmm. they were always very open which for me was great it was it was amazing um, to have that kind of open dialogue with my parents with that being said sometimes you can be too open and so <laughs> even just me being like having going to have sex with a teacher or any older woman 
my mom's friends, like my stepmom's friends, used to be like, just just go tell Tony J to come hug me, please. And I used to be like, that's fucking weird. Oh, no. Now, she would never tell me. She would tell me after the fact, because my stepmom was like, bitch, leave my son alone. Bitch, I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. Oh, bitch, you know, we're not with the pedophilia over here. And and they would say it in jest, but my, you know, stepmom would still be like, bitch, leave my son alone type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but still, like, she would let me know, like, you know, I almost said anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and so said. Can you imagine having? Can you? Cause I've. Can you imagine having a son getting older? We're still gonna look good, you know. Maybe we'll be fifty, and then they have like a twenty-year-old homie that like looks good. Can you? Cause I have a homeboy who told me he's fucked two of his homeboys' moms, and I'm like, you know, after eighteen, shit gets so it gets slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so about that. Homegirls' moms. Oh, so you fuck with your homegirls' moms? Yeah. <laughs> PJ, you know you're quiet, but you got the I story. Know, he's got he's got all the stories. He's with the shit. He's real laid back. You and want quiet. some more, want some more whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you can go, there's yeah, no I'm from Las Vegas. I'm from the city of sin, man. Like, we, we, it's different. Did you tell your homegirl you slept with her mom? Her mom told her. What? What, did she stop talking? Are you guys not No, no, we're still <gasps> tight to this day. What did she say? Wait, so have you seen her mom with her? Like, what does that even work? Oh, fung out. All of you? Wait, have you had sex with her too? No, no, no. Oh, God, thank God. Have you? No, not that one. Oh, not that. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful mermaid. Little mermaid. Love it. You really don't want this. Okay. I'll take it, buddy. Um, whew, well... This is, a lot, this is a lot to take in. <laughs> I've lived a very fun <laughs> life. You know, I'm happy you're here. You, you, your brand aligns perfectly with ours. <laughs> we believe in fun, and we believe in vulnerability and being transparent and putting it on the internet. <laughs> it's also our therapy. That's why we're here. I don't Twitter all the time, so it's not like I tweeted these things. It's, you know, I don't know how to use Twitter that good. Twitter is my. It is the best. <laughs> uh, to me, the best app on the planet. I really. What? It's I, so many. I don't like Twitter. I love Twitter. I never. I've never gone on Twitter. Well, I, I had a Twitter it. for like a day, and I was I like, love it. I love it. It does make me feel like I don't know who's gonna hear this because. I, for me, like I said, I've tweeted these stories before. Or I like pictures. Elements of them. I need to see images. No. I know in Twitter you can, but it's not the same. I don't really Feed. care for images and shit. Really? No, no, no. I'm more, <laughs> but I'm also more into the conversation. I'm also more into how you think and what you're saying. Mm. The pictures is just pictures of shit to me. Like, all right, you're yeah. looking. I'm gonna double tap and keep it moving. Like that, that shit doesn't move me. I know, it's like almost like when you see a really beautiful Instagram person all the time, like, fuck, that girl's so beautiful, and then she does one video, and you're like, oh no, don't talk. <laughs> I know. Stop talking! I, I, don't, go, I don't go there. I, this is the educator in me, too, though, so I'm always like... You're so... This is like, you know... <laughs> just. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I'd be like, yo, I, will ne- I would never talk to this woman Libra. ever. Libra. Libra, very valid. But I'm always thinking like, yeah, man. Your teachers growing up because that shit is trash. True. That's that's just my thinking. <laughs> you have any more secrets to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> These are just coming to best. I questions. mean, yeah, we have this segment on our show called Horror Stories that we do, and we didn't even tell you, but you basically already told well, us your horror you. story. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to insert the, the sound clip. But like, it's supposed to be like something like really terrifying or bad or like really not. These aren't horror stories at all. These no, are, are horror. 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 Horror.
horror stories that are either like scary or crazy, super high horrorish levels. Well, I gave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. I'm just saying, you've already like given us our worry. We didn't even have to ask. These aren't secrets. I've talked about it. Yeah, well, not secrets, but you know, things that you know. These have been tweeted about. That our ladies would like to hear about. Ladies, that's true. Now they have fantasies in classrooms. You know, man, no panties on the desk. Man, I had a you know, student leave panties <gasps> on my door. Oh, at class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you have? Do you have to have a talk with every period? Like, listen, whoever did this, I'm going to kill you. No, I took a pencil, picked it up, put it in a bag, took it to the principal's office. Okay, yeah. I've had, I've had numbers on my car. I've had a girl. I, I coached as well, and so my athletes have my number. I've had girls get my number from my athletes and text me and shit. I've had. We're gonna have to deal. How do you deal with that? Like, do I you know. have to report it, or do you? I'll report it. Yeah. Or how do we deal with it? Or do you ever address it? Like, listen up, class. Oh, I address it. It ain't going. No more panties on the desk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then how do we address it? Because the hormones. I think it's the hormone levels you discover in your vagina. It's just so. Yeah, I address it, and it's for me. It's uh, an awkward conversation because I don't want to. It's a encourage it more. Not not that. Is this? I don't. I don't feel like. Fuck the hot teacher. Like, I don't feel like the hot teacher. I'm, I'm just Mr. Whip. I come in, I do my thing, and I go to fuck home. So I don't feel like the hot dude on camera. Whatever. Like, so even me saying, like, hey, do not leave your numbers on my fucking desk. <laughs> You're like, that's so... It's, like, weird to even say yeah, that. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? I don't want, I don't like, want to say it. I want to keep it moving. Yeah, like, just keep it moving. You, I ever, like ask, you ever go into, like, the, the teacher's lounge and, like, dude, are you getting numbers on your car, too? And so, they're, like, shut yeah. the fuck up. So this is right... <laughs> And honest to God, truth, I, uh, a good buddy of mine, I call him Jay-Z, his name is Joey, Joey Zimmerman, handsome white man. The women loved him. He got panties on his door. So we would sit at lunch and be like, dude, like. <laughs> I need to see Mr. Zimmerman. Mr. Jay-Z. He's getting really advanced. I don't remember the panties on the door. No, they don't have any hot teachers. It was lace, getting, like. No. I wouldn't do that. No. no, I feel like it's getting, like. Out of hand. This is like music video stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay-Z Instagram. Was, I think yeah. it's Instagram. That horseness is being more celebrated. And so the yeah, small teenage students are like, fuck it. I'm just yeah. going to shoot my shot. Jay-Z used to, we, used to sit at, uh, we used to sit at lunch sometimes. And Jay-Z is one of my really close friends to this day. He moved to Chicago now. You know, he's um, teaching and coaching out there as well. But, you know, we used to sit at lunch and, and, and all that. Then another friend of mine that I grew up with, Kinson, he's actually one of the alumni. He has a, he, he did a video uh, for Can I Be Vulnerable. He was a sub, he was subbing at, a, at the high school where all that. Haitian man, you know, women love him as well. And the vice principal was at him more than anything. But like he got. The sh- woman vice principal was trying to get him? Oh, yeah. She sent me news to my phone one time in the middle of class. And then had, and then. And From then, her office? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to know where she was. You know, the school system ain't safe. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing Nothing safe. And then safe. had the hall monitor call me like on the class phone and say, "Yo, B, <laughs> we need you in the office." No, 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 no. Like B, Miss So and So said that you get the pictures. Oh my god! So, oh my! He didn't even know what he was asking. Not at all. Oh my! What god. did you say? Um, yeah. I just said, "Yeah, I got him." Man. <laughs> Oh, back to teach. You're being harassed. Do you know that? Dude, yeah, you might need to go to HR. Yeah, you're actually <laughs> this being, you're be. being sexually harassed. Uh, this might be a case for HR. This is a Me Too moment. <laughs> it was, but I, it wasn't. I, it didn't feel like. Oh, and she also did it to. Or do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy it? No, but she did it to Kim. Do you enjoy the attention a little bit? Does it feel good? I mean, it's. Flattering? Yeah. Okay. But to say, like. 
I feel like the man because of that. I don't. I don't feel like oh man, like oh the vice principal sent me some news. She wasn't even attractive. So. Are you are you are you currently in a relationship right no, now? I'm single. Oh, okay. Are you on dating apps? No hell no. Have you ever been? been? No. I don't even. Really high class. I really don't do. I don't do social media, Mac and period. Really, it's very. How do you meet women? Where do you go? Old fashioned way. Go. Right. Like introduced by mutual friends, or we're just. I am out in public. I really. Do you? You don't strike me as the kind of guy to like go like, hey, can I get your number? It's mostly the girls come to you. Mm. It's a mixture. Oh, okay. It's a balance. I'll go introduce myself. Hi, we'll dance or whatever we're doing. Buy you a drink. I don't know. You seem very mysterious. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, it's very rare that I that I. Actually, I don't think I've ever just dove into a random woman's DMs and and. You've never her. slid in any woman's DMs. You mean you didn't slide and slide into Michael B. Jordan's? Erica <laughs> <laughs> slid into Michael B. Jordan's oh, DMs, yeah. and then I deleted. I was like, no, I don't. I think, was forced to delete it. Off the top of my head, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever just slid in a random woman's DM that I didn't know prior. Or I hadn't met before. before. Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, you know I mean? a, a like, random slide is random, but like just strictly in the same off of like, oh, maybe Black Planet days. Okay, Black like, Planet. You know I mean? That's young. So yes, Black Planet days I did, but that's what like, it was there for. MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No, like, no, no. I've either had to met you at some point, or we have mutual friends, mm-hmm. but I don't dive into random women's DMs. It's just not me. I just, just not. I don't like. Commendable. Old fashioned. Commendable. Do you introduce women you date to your son? No. Have you ever met? Oh, he's met women randomly. But, like, you have to just, if we're just out in public and you see us, yeah, but I don't just, you just don't meet my son. Mm -hmm. You meet my parents all day. I don't give a fuck about that. That shit is not special to me. Like, oh, I met his mom. Oh, damn. You meet my mom, my dad all day. They don't give a fuck. Are they not, like, enough? No. Um, you can meet my parents all day. That doesn't mean that. Doesn't well, yeah, mean your kid. My son, though, yeah, if, I, sure. if I formally make it a point to introduce you to my son, I think you're special. And I feel yeah. like we are going to build something. Right. Something. Even that takes a long time. Right. right. Has right. he ever like developed an attachment to someone or been disappointed? And, oh, okay. So is that your why that's your role now? Well, I, that was always just been me. I never wanted him to see dad with a, like, a bunch of women and shit. I mean, one. I've never experienced that. I rem- I've experienced being a kid, I guess, sort of. But yeah, to experience that as a parent must be. I don't know. It'd be awkward, difficult. Like, what do you mean? Like if you were dating someone and your kid ended up loving them. Oh, I know. And then I'd they stop are loving sad. them. Yeah, I'm right. done with them. Well, they're sad. Yeah, you yeah. feel an obligation almost to like. That's one of the main reasons. But I just, you know, yeah. just never wanted him to see dad with like a multiple women. And then when I got in relationships, then yeah, we're all good. Right. What's up, ladies? Bye. Well, Catch you guys later. I, dance dance mermaids. mermaids. Okay, get the dancing. This go. is too cute. Oh, I love it. Go dance. Disco. <laughs> well, we should wrap it up anyway. This is too cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you thank for you. coming. Yes, thanks for coming and driving out to the ballet. Yeah, this conversation yeah. took a strange turn. It really did. I thought we would be more on the... Uh, the vulnerability <laughs> Well, shit. no, we should definitely... I mean, I think we did it really well, you know? Like, I think... You know, please let let our listeners know where they can find your Instagram, how they can find you. So me, my Instagram is bj underscore underscore Williams. Um, Twitter is the same thing, and Facebook. He loves Twitter, guys. Twitter's much. Slide in his Twitter DM. For can I be vulnerable? Instagram is this can I be vulnerable? And the links to our YouTube pages are is on there, so you can go right there. Um, same thing for Twitter, cib vulnerable. Um, everything links to everything for that. Like I said, it's just a docu series where you can watch a bunch of professional black men. Talk about their mental health and, you know, 
coming of age. There's a bunch of stories that hopefully you can relate to. And yeah, we got a wide range of shit now. I think about it. We've got deadbeat dad stories. We've got suicide attempts. We've got coming out as gay. We've got suicide. I said suicide attempts. Uh, drug abuse. We've got um, damn. Sounds like life. Fatherhood shit. Like it's just the things that. Yeah, I mean it's so it's there's so many stories. Yeah, we, we got some specifics. Like I said, we're on episode thirty. Makes it makes you remember, like you Four. know, sometimes you can be in your so wrapped up in your own world right. that it feels like that's the only thing that matters when Mad, there's people right. out there going through so much shit. But yeah, so check, check out the episodes, man. There's going to be something for everybody. Uh, Where do you check them out at on YouTube? Yeah, you can go to my Instagram on Can I Be Vulnerable. You'll see like the clips, and then there's it's on our IGTV, okay. but also in the bio, it's uh, the YouTube link is in the bio. And how often are you like putting it every on? Thursday? So it's okay. hashtag Therapy Thursdays, hashtag Can I Be Vulnerable. Nice. Um, and therapy Thursdays came because I was just going to therapy on Thursdays. But I was also thinking like, you know, how you got TBT, you know, to give your flashback photos. I for therapy Thursdays, I just want to, you know, an opportunity for people to just check in on their mental. So when you think of TBT, you throw your nice little picture up, and then therapy Thursdays, you just say, how am I, how am I feeling? Yeah, just check in with your mental for yeah. therapy Thursday. If you don't do it any other day, do it on therapy Thursdays. Mm, that's so, good. Again, check and also out, check on your friends. Yeah, check on your friends. So like I said, check out the episodes. There's going to be something for everybody. Yes, it's only black men. We do nobody else but that. Um, that's just my community. We don't, again, we haven't been given permission. We haven't taken the initiative. Um, and there's no safe space for us. So... Check it out, man. It's gonna be, you'll love it. You'll cry. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, I love that. Um, well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you guys next week. Make sure to follow us at goodmoms underscore bad choices. We have some cool merch on the site, so make sure you check out our new merch at our web on our website, www.goodmomsbadchoices.com. And we'll be in New York. And we'll be in New York. At the, end of the, at the first week of June. Yes. So hit us up because we're trying to go to like hang out with you guys, you know, show you us guys around. Been in New York? Yes. Yeah. Us. Yeah. I used to live there, but it's been so long. Like I don't know what's cool anymore. You know. Yeah, it's, been it's back always in changing. To hang out in years, I used to stay for months. This is my first time going to hang out, but that's changing for the best, for the better, <laughs> for the better. Um. Anyway. Oh, oh. One more thing. Yes. We will be doing events um, for everybody. Men, women, kids. So be on the lookout for that. I got a few things in store, event planning and all that stuff. So just now to get the community involved, the moms involved. Dads yeah, involved. isn't that? We'll so, be there. So please, we please be on the lookout. Movement. We will definitely be doing events. We'll be there with everybody. our sage. No, no, come through. Encouraging people to be vulnerable. I gotta have the ladies there. Like, <laughs> be vulnerable. Uh, I did another podcast and uh, with my platform, and they talked about. Uh, one of the hosts, his mom, him and his mom are estranged, right? They don't speak much. And he, we were talking about the effects of... Yes, baby. We were talking about the effects of motherhood, the effects of growing up with the moms that they had on them. And, you know, his mom heard it mm. and called him for the first time in a year. Wow. wow. And so they are now going to start meeting. Because now he's in a different space now. Um, but he had a tragic ass story. Damn, that shit had me crying on air. Yeah. But um, so we need the ladies around because you guys just have to see men just be open and vulnerable. And you don't know what that where that leads. When you're vulnerable, exactly. who you're helping just by being vulnerable, by being honest. and I think that... also men need to be able to be vulnerable around women too. It's good practice for men. Gentlemen, I'm, I'm, to... I'm going to tell you this because uh, you need incentive because I know how we are. We need incentives. Listen, fellas, opening up and being vulnerable 
you do not understand how the women respond to it. I get DMs all the time about the alumni. Is he single? Can I get his number? Listen, you open up, you get your little, you get your issues out, be honest with yourself. The women love it. So if this is your commercial, they love it. It's so a commercial. A, so is this even real? This is incentive. I didn't, this is a byproduct. I didn't even like when you I did it. I didn't. I wasn't doing it like, oh shit, if this is gonna be for the else, women. Do it for the but, but, but what I can say is, I endorse just a byproduct. it. A woman loves a man digging through his shit. I it's, love. I love just, a man who said he went to therapy. Are you, we went. We went. We met one of Erica's friends at the Soho House. He was talking about high school therapy. I was like, oh my god, his mental health is so good. He's so sexy. I'm not like, saying doing it for the women. His mental health. I'm just saying it's a byproduct of, well, it's true. of it. You're doing it for yourself because you want to be healed because you're harboring a whole lot of anger and hurt for no fucking reason. But a byproduct is, you know, there might be a woman or two. Can relate. Yeah. Finds it. Or will stamp all over your heart too. Pretty much. <laughs> Soft little heart. Do it for <laughs> yourselves first and you might you right, might Everything get some else action. will come. I'm just um, All right, you guys. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Peace. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.